Hello, Water Tree listeners. Uh, we're back and we're here with a Lunar Eclipse Week special. We're going to be doing something a little bit different today because this is quite a big week. So we thought that we would focus on the eclipse and, and bring a lot of things in and a lot of information um, to share with you all and get you ready for the week ahead. So I'm here with the lovely Cassandra and the gorgeous Kelly, and we are all ready to bring you the eclipse juice. So gals, how are you both? Are you eclipse ready? As ready as I'll ever be, I think. <laughs> yes, I'm a bit, you know, nervous, but let's see what happens. <laughs> what about you, Cass? Um, let's just say that I'm really looking forward to the end of July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to next week's show. Yeah. Crickets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Although those of us week, with those of us with fixed planets, like early uh, planets in the early fixed, like I'm actually not, to be honest. Like August oh gosh, is going to be a mashup too. Leo next week. It's going to be so golden. And yeah, that's true. But Uranus. I'm just going to keep saying like Uranus. This is like the last bit of the eclipse tunnel. Like yeah. the, the Cancer, Capricorn, June, yeah. July, yeah. those themes. This is the last week. Yep. Yep. Let's get out of the watery realms of Cancer. Well, and the other thing too is um, this week is the – well, not this week. This month, July, is the first time we've had an eclipse season where both the eclipses are in the Cancer-Capricorn axis because yeah. – Back in January, we had one Cancer eclipse, but yeah. one Leo eclipse. So this time, we we've really gone, you know, full throttle on the Cancer Capricorn axis. And yeah. this week, it's a lunar eclipse. It's on the South Node. Uh, it's Tuesday in Canada and the states. It'll be Wednesday in Australia. It's a huge um, eclipse about release, about letting go, about sort of forgiveness or you know, just dealing with the past, whether you've got to make peace with something emotional or baggage from the past, uh, just clearing clutter from your schedule and your life, you know, not, it's not so much about moving physical stuff around. It's about energetically and emotionally kind of shifting and purging to the yeah. best extent you can basically. Cal, yeah. maybe if you even share what the sky looks like on oh, this day totes. because it's pretty darn obvious in the chart for this day just how much of a seesaw is going on. Like literally almost every planet in the sky is either on one side or the other. Coming um, up, my friend. Coming right up. And keep talking, Lishi. I'll just get this yeah, we'll in the just, background. You know, so we've got the sun, we've got Venus, and the North Node in Cancer, we've, you know, on this day, we've also got Mercury, you know, almost back into the watery realms of Cancer. And then on the other side, we've got Saturn, South Node, Pluto and the Moon all in Capricorn on the other side. The, really, the only things not included in this are Jupiter, Neptune and Uranus. So, yeah, you know, it, it you really know. is a push-pull. It really is a tug of war and that feeling of, okay, which side's going to win out, you know, or, or, you know, my take on all of this is actually the sanity, the, the forward motion, you know, where we need to actually stand is in the midpoint. It's in the higher part, the third vector. It's that place where when you're looking at the scales, actually it's up here. 
that we need to be, that neutral vector that looks at both and sees it as two sides of the same coin. Because really this is the axis of belonging. Cancer just wants to belong with family and with the clan and with the people they love and protect and nurture, whereas Capricorn wants to belong out in the world to be out doing, to be climbing mountains, to achieving. So, you know, really there's that sense of which do I want to do? But it's all about belonging, who we belong to, where we belong with, which of course always makes me think of beautiful Brené Brown. But um, yeah, that's my tangent. Yeah. Yeah, she talks about that idea of true belonging where Mm. you you take the risk of being yourself even if it means you might not belong Yeah, Uh, because just sort of doing what you think to fit in isn't really belonging. It's kind of falseness. uh, (laughs) Braving the wilderness. That's exactly what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that book, it, it came out not long after I think Saturn moved into Capricorn. And it really feels like that Saturn Capricorn of like, can you be alone? Can you be with yourself? Can you stay true yep. to the, the boundaries of the core you, basically? Yep. The tagline on the text is literally the quest for true belonging and the courage to stand alone. But within that, it's actually, I love that Maya Angelou quote that she uses in it, which is actually like in being yourself and belonging to yourself, you're actually belonging to everything, to all, because you're coming back to that place of you and who you are and where you came from, that spoonful of God, that spoonful of spirit that's put into all of us. When we're with that and in that space, we belong to the universe. But yeah, I think, you know, and that's potentially the answer to these eclipses is coming into that space. Yeah, it's very deep. What are your thoughts, Cass? Well, all that's been really nice to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, I'm just thinking, well, um, this lunar eclipse is definitely going to be spotlighting, highlighting the whole Saturn and Capricorn journey for you. And have you um, passed or failed, basically, what this Mm. is about for you? Um, And, you know, wherever Capricorn is, it's... You know, there's been some real uh, test, challenge, cosmic report card type of action going on since, what, December 2017. So this lunar eclipse is just really going well. Um, it's like those chickens coming home to roost, so to speak, in that part of your life. Are you where you want to be? Or have you still got to pull your socks up and really dig deep for the next six months um, until we get to... Actually, it'll be, what, a bit longer than six months. So uh, Saturn, we have a taste tester of Saturn, what, in between in March, March and July? Yeah, yeah March Saturn, and July yeah. next year. So it's kind of like, all right, this eclipse is handing you the baton in a way. It's like, you know, pull your socks up, mate. Like it's it's either, you, you know, sink or swim. You've got this little bit left to go um, and, you know, have you cut the mustard or have you not? So that's my take on the eclipse. It's really going to just shine a light on the sheer reality of your Capricorn house. Yes, yeah. no, there's no pulling punches with this eclipse in my mind. I mean, all the Brene Brown is great. I love Brene. I love all the kind of, I mean, I'm, I like to do the silver lining normally, but I don't know, something about this eclipse is just like, yeah, it's, it's pass fail. No yeah, question. see, I have to I have to stand up here and say that <laughs> I don't think Brené Brown is actually easy. 
I don't think, you know, she's talking about standing on your own in the wilderness. And for anyone who's ever actually gone out and done that, if you've ever done any wilderness training, it's hard having to survive out there. It's hard doing that on your own. And, you know, we're talking about peeling back the cancer layers and getting into the vulnerability that's underneath. How often do we do that? It's not easy. And I guess for me, you know, it is doing the hard yards in those areas, taking both the Capricorn energy of discipline, of focus, of you know, setting goals around ourselves and who we are and then heading, you know, bringing in the beautiful cancer ability to be sensitive and vulnerable and empathetic and listen to the stories in our head and actually hand them out there to see whether or not they're true for another person and see whether or not they should be true in our own story and what we're holding on to. But, um, you know, that's just me being devil's advocate anyway. Well, no, it's good that you guys each have a bit of a different take on the eclipse because I think... It is, we're all going to see it, you know, through our own lens. Yeah. I mean, I like the piece that you mentioned, Cass, around the idea of clarity. I always find that one thing Saturn or Capricorn does is it makes things really clear. You may not like what you're seeing or what you're coming to understand, and that's sort of that effort or that hard piece that you're referencing, Leish, but you see things for what they are. There's no rose-colored glasses here. You're not going to see it as more than what it is. You're going to see it for the truth of what it is. And it is a full moon week. I know it's an eclipse, which adds intensity, but this is going to be a week where emotional levels, you know, there's more drama. There's more, you know, hitting that wall. The, the coolness or the coldness, if you like, of the stern kind of Saturn Capricorn, it's that sense of, oh, okay, I see it and now I've got to do something about it. Mm. And the fact that, you know, right before the eclipse, you know, first it, it meets Saturn and then it meets Pluto and then it heads into the eclipse. I mean, it's close enough, you know, Pluto's at 21 degrees, the eclipse is happening at 24. It's close enough that there is this really intense, almost crisis energy that's potentially coming through with that Pluto aspect in there as well. So we're really having to do some deep work. And, you know, as you were saying, Cassie, I, I, I do agree. We're really having to face those Saturn challenges and, and focus in on them. But from our heart space, from our emotional space, from our soul space of, okay, what's what do we need to do? How can we clear the decks so we're ready for that time next year when, when Saturn moves on into Aquarius? Anything to add, Cass? Um... No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I could go on to Christmas about it, but, we, you know, we... Why uh, not? I mean, there's just so many things. Like, I mean, when you think about what Saturn and, you know, Capricorn also does exceptionally well is denial. Um, and so I have seen this play out, I guess, in our client consults is that sort of wherever you've kind of uh, done the head down, bum up stuff, um, buried your head in work or just ignored things, um, you know, the the other side, the emotions or what you've missed out on or, you know, the, the stuff that you've been kind of trying to perhaps build the material or external part of your life and you've missed out on the, the cancer or the nurturing or the um, more emotionally fulfilling part of life, um, it's the eclipse is going to, you know, perhaps show you where you've maybe been ignoring things or the little pangs in your life that might pop up under this eclipse. It might be, okay, well, I need to sort of 
rebalance or refocus or um, reprioritize. You know, the the full moon is also it's an opposition, so there is that kind of that pulling or that tension there. If I go in this direction, well, yeah, I might you know reach my financial goals, but if I go in this direction, then you know uh, I, you know I get my emotional goals, and those are you know, whether it's work-life balance or whether it's, you know, spending, saving or whether it's, you know, what, you know, all the things that that's going to really be um, front and centre of this week. Where is, where am I, you know, re, needing to re-seek balance where I've perhaps lost some balance yeah. potentially. Yeah. Yeah. What about I you, think Kel? You- Well, I think the point you made, Cass, around sort of the choices, you know, if I do this thing to secure my financial future, I'm going to have to put something over here on pause because the main theme this week, you know, a full moon is an opposition between the sun and moon. And within the same 24-hour period, we have an opposition between Venus in Cancer and Saturn in Capricorn. So these two... really formative it's kind of like a push me pull you kind of seesaw if you like one's up the other's down it 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 feels like having to make choices that you can't have everything all at once and part of the challenge you know I always think about in traditional astrology they talk about Saturn as having to do with necessity and the key is having to make choices about what is truly necessary and that choice making is what puts us all into like our anxious, worry, am I going to get it right? Am I going to make the wrong choice, etc. We don't like having to make choices because we worry we'll make a bad choice. This is a week where you almost have to cliche, feel the fear and do it anyway. Choices must be made. And the sooner that you can get into making a choice, the more clarity you're going to create for everyone around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really, it really is a week of seesaw because you know Monday. Well, I think it's Sunday in the states, but early Monday morning here, we start with the Sun opposite Pluto, and then it ends with Venus opposite Pluto on Sunday. So it it really is the whole week of of getting balance of of making those choices, like you were talking about, Kel. Because yeah, and I I don't know that you get balance this week. I think no. you have to choose. You have to stagger. You have to choose. I'm going to do this thing. Which yeah. if I say yes here, by default, I'm saying no. If I eat the chocolate bar on Monday, I will not fit into my skinny jeans on Friday or whatever it happens to be. Uh, That's you know, me going. <laughs> Yeah, done. Uh, You know, or if I say yes to this extra work project, I'm not going to have the time to do this thing with my child or to do that thing I was going to do with my partner. Yeah. Um, One of the biggest lessons I think Saturn teaches us and that Capricorn reminds us of is that our time is finite. It is the most precious resource. You can only spend it once. And this week, I think some of us will have some hard reality checks or hard lessons around I'm wasting my time here. Whether it's in this career, on this relationship, in this friendship, you know, you've got to sometimes get that proverbial two by four up the side of the head for you to realize where you're, you know, not doing the best you can with the time you have. Yeah. It's butting your head into a wall. Yeah. 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 Where have I putting in too much effort? And, you know, personally, that's absolutely happening to me. And I feel like I'm putting all my energy into both sides of the bar, but I'm not getting any sleep um, because that so is So you are burning the candle at both, both ends. ends. You're trying to do yep. both instead exactly. of making choice. Yeah. Yep. So I'm spending time doing a lot of work, a lot of effort into a new business. 
And I'm also spending time with two young children and, and my husband, well, not doing it very well with my husband. And I'm not sleeping. I'm not getting any sleep. Yeah. I'll be lucky if I get four or five mm. hours a night. And, you know, and so what that means is that my mental health and, you know, so there are those, those things, I'm not making good choices around emotions uh, right now because I'm tired. And so that's the potential, you know, what about you guys? How's it playing out for you? I know I mean, I'm calling this week, you know, crunchy junior, um, because it kind of has echoes of those, that week in late June, um, that, you know, that 17th to 23rd of June. So it, it, it feels like it's going into those same territory, bringing up those same issues, helping us face those same problems. So it's almost like a redo over. Um, so really, you know, maybe look back on that week and see what was going on um, when, you know, Mercury and Mars were opposing all of the things in Capricorn and potentially that can give you some ideas or insights into where you need to be making the changes right now because Venus has the potential to heal Venus has the potential to unify and bring things together you know this is a lot nicer having the sun and Venus rather than having Mars and Mercury Cass (laughs) um I really just think um you know I guess uh, feeding off what you know you were experiencing, Lishi. It's like when you're trying to be everything to everyone, you're nothing to no one. And yeah. this eclipse is bringing up choices, you know. And um, my son uh, has his well, it was actually last week, but you know, it's had his birthday and he's five, and his life is all about choices, making the right choice. And we're watching this show on Netflix together right now called You Versus Wild. And it's an interactive show on Netflix where you, um, it's kind of like almost like a choose your own ending, you know, those adventure books when we were kids. And, you know, it's all about making the right choices. And if you make this choice as a consequence, and if you make that choice, there's potentially the reward. So it's a really cool show to be kind of watching through this, uh, through this month, especially but, you know, I think it's about looking at where Cancer Capricorn is in your own chart. Where are you robbing Peter to pay Paul and just kind of doing this endless kind of cycle of chasing your tail because you are doing the Capricorn denial or you are fearing going in one direction. And it's just like, okay, you've got to draw that proverbial line in the sand. I'm doing this or I'm not doing that. And kind of like choosing that choice, I think, is very powerful as well. Like once you're in, you're in and you're going for it. And, you know, I think sometimes where a lot of people get stuck is trying to um, make choices and figuring out the long-term outcome. And that is going from like start to finish is like a huge leap. But if you make that one step and you've got a bit of flow or a bit of momentum, that is a workable thing. Um, if it means you have to deviate or sidetrack a little bit, that's okay, but there's progress, there's momentum. It's like starting the engine of the car is the hardest thing for the engine to do, but once you're running, then turning or you know even reversing is kind of easier on the engine than the starting, stopping, starting, stopping. So I think this week can bring you the um, that insight or clarity around um, – a choice, you know, a full moon, lunar eclipse on the South Node, all up over Saturn, all up over Pluto, all up over the South Node. 
something's getting clear and you got to own it and you got to recognize it and go, okay, I'm working with it one way or another, right, wrong or indifferent, but getting clear. Okay, yeah. I'm getting off my soapbox now. No, 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 I like it. <laughs> it does feel like a I very like soapboxy episode. I don't know why. Well, for me anyway. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, it's a big week. I think with so much Saturn Capricorn, it is like a preview of the future. It is a, it, there's also, you know, you've got to pay the piper. So with Capricorn, with the eclipse in Capricorn, you are called to account for what you have or haven't done. You know, I always think about it with eclipses, <clears throat> they create this sort of portal or doorway into this otherworldly kind of zone. And so there is this sense of getting a glimpse of the future and then you can decide whether you're heading in a direction that you want to go in or whether you've got to make some adjustments and do some restructuring in the present. We are still in that kind of liminal eclipsy zone where there is the chance to kind of put your hands into that wheel of fate and reshape things if you don't like the reality check that you're seeing this week. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, next week is a whole other kettle of fish. This is the last week on this Cancer Capricorn emphasis, which we've had going since the start of June. It's been like seven weeks of just doing the Cancer Capricorn kind of grind and I know many of us will feel that we're at the end of our kind of rope or we've got very little energy left. And it's really just about making it to next Monday when the sun moves into Leo. Like our next episode next week is going to have this totally different feel to it because the skies are clearing or changing, you know. So it's one more week in this very intense tunnel. Um, so do what you need to do. Deal with any unfinished business and just clear the slate as much as you can so that next week you're ready to rock and roll yeah and there is there is a sense of you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger kind of stuff with this and you know I think I think to some of the you know for me I go to these exercise classes where one week we may be doing cardio and the next week we may be doing stretching and lunges and and for me it's in those poses like i give me cardio and I can do it till the cows come home. But those poses that you have to get into and you stretch and you stay there for me, I hate it. But I know that at the end, it's making me stronger. It's making me more resilient. It's making me more able to, to do the things I want to do, to have the, the physical strength um, and keep my body in a really good shape so that I can do other things and, and stay fit and healthy. And so when we have those end minds in, in goal, it, those end goals in mind, um, we can actually really go, okay, well, I'm heading towards this higher purpose. This really feels horrible and really crappy right now, but I will get through it. I will get past this and it's building my strength. It's building my resilience. Um, and yeah, it's like, as you were saying, Kel, I love that alchemy, al- chemical approach to it all of you know turning lead into gold in a way especially with um on the 18th venus or 17th 18th straight after this is venus is going to come up and sit on the north node and it's almost like she's going to fill that cup put put juice in that cup you know bring us towards a more rosy future of where we can go and what we can do nice so a big eclipse week to round out this extreme Cancer Capricorn period. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can just like hold mark time until we do it all again in December. 
Well, we've got lots of time to uh, <laughs> recover if that's what's needed that's right. or to develop so many- other parts of our life. Yeah. Mm, Refine. So yeah. many things. Redirect. Yeah. Yeah, blossom really based yeah, so on what's coming up next week. Yeah, this eclipse is definitely just going to shine a light on like what's working really well for you, maybe what needs a little bit more work or improvement um, or also a final reality check around, okay, well, I've been barking up this tree for X amount of time and that yes, can't maybe I've coming to, down. Yeah, or I've just got to find a new tree, you know, like it's a like it's a – I don't know, I feel there's a very potential for like this yes or no mm. to your Capricorn questions. Yep. Yeah. When when is too much too much? Yeah. Yeah. Love cool. it. So any last comments, girls, or anything you want to share about what you're doing in this week? No. This all going well, this will be my first week back at work seeing clients uh in my new office in a new continent. Uh, but no teaching until well my online classes are running so for anybody who wants to study astrology maybe take my practical astrology beginners class or my chart interpretation series of classes they are available for instant download at any time so you can check those out Uh, what do you each have going on what about you Cass uh, yeah, very busy with clients this week, um, prepping for next week's webinar. Um, I'll announce that in the next show. And, yeah, just so much in the pipeline for me this month, actually. So hopefully with Jupiter stationing direct, a lot of Leo energy coming up in the next couple of weeks, it will kind of be a bit of a boom. But, yeah, it feels very kind of eclipsy pipeline background this week or this month, really, for me. Awesome. All will yep. be revealed, just like an eclipse, right? <laughs> yes. I love it. Yes, completely. <laughs> Let's peer beyond. Cool. And, and nothing what much you, for me. What about you, Lishi? Nothing for you at the yep, moment? Plate is already full um, with client consults and running this new course and doing all that stuff. So I th- I've got some openings for client consults this week. But, um, yeah, that's about it for me. Cool. So thanks, gals. Wishing everybody a safe and calm and strengthening eclipse season and uh we'll see you all next week if oh i know what i was going to say we are now on spotify so this is an awesome place to be able to listen to the water trio um leave comments share with friends and do all of that so if you want you can hop on over to spotify and have a listen to us there